You're listening to For the Love of Dharma. My name is Heather Love, and I'm one of the first certified Dharma coaches in the world. I'm a spiritual and integrative life coach who specializes in nervous system regulation, rewiring the subconscious mind, and of course, finding your Dharma. I'm a self-proclaimed personal development junkie who left my 20-year corporate career in 2021 without a plan except to trust my intuition that it was the right time to go. I'm obsessed with helping more people expand their perspectives, step into their truth, and fall madly in love with their lives. You're in the right place if you're ready to uncover your passions, reclaim your radiance, discover your soul's calling, and step into the highest version of yourself while you learn to live life on your terms in a fun and authentic way. Welcome to this magical adventure where we'll ponder life's big questions together. Here we go. Hi, friend. I am so excited you're here. I've been doing a lot of interviews over the last nine months, and it's been fantastic. I have been able to talk to so many people and have amazing conversations. And I've also been learning a ton in different areas in my own life, and I really want to share them with you. So I'm going to be doing a series of solo episodes for at least a little while. I'm going to still bring in people to be guests as I feel called to do so. But right now I'm feeling called to put myself out there. So I'm here to do just that. Today's topic that I really want to talk to you about is 10 steps to success. And that looks different for everyone, right? What is success? So most people, I think, would say it is earning a certain amount of money or having a certain amount of money in the bank. Some people may also say it's status of some kind, you know, being able to fly first class whenever they want or being able to have a second home, things like that. That also could be material things. So, you know, I have a brand new car or I'm able to afford private school for my kids, whatever that looks like, right? People's environment, their circumstances, how they were raised, that is all going to determine how they define success. So it's going to be different for you versus your best friend, versus your mom, versus your neighbor. What I want to talk about today are things that have really helped me to kind of define my own success. And I think it might be helpful for you to get some ideas flowing in your own head about what it looks like for you. There is a quote by Marianne Williamson that I love. And it says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? But actually, who are you not to be? Isn't that so beautiful when you think about that and what that means? We all have this sense of, I want to be successful, and yet there's a piece of us that is also terrified of it. If you follow Gary Vaynerchuk, he recently had posted on Instagram, it said, We need to change the conversation of what success looks like. It's not to make a billion dollars. It's to wake up in the morning and be in a good mood. 
it's time to redefine what we consider successful. And that was really the catapult for me wanting to do this episode because I thought, oh my goodness, that is so true. People want to define success by how much money they have in the bank or how much their house costs or how much they can spend on different things. And those are all great. But if you are waking up unhappy each morning, if you are not filled with joy, then what's the point? That is what true success is. So today I want to just talk about 10 things that I think have helped me so much in where I have gotten to be. And, you know, this is a journey. This isn't something, it's not like, oh, I've arrived at success. You know, it's, it's really about the journey of continuing to take steps forward in a way that feels good, that gets me closer to where I want to be, to waking up each morning with joy. That is what this is about. So I hope you'll find this helpful. So let's go ahead and dive in. Number one, setting yourself up for success. So if you were to get everything that you say you want in your life right now, would you actually be prepared to handle that level of success? Let's say you want 10 million followers on Instagram, or you want to make a million dollars this year, or you want to speak on stages. Are you prepared for that? So if you make a million dollars this year, do you have an accountant? Are your bank accounts ready for that kind of money to come into it? Do you have all of the paperwork that you would need to be able to organize that? What about your taxes? Because if you're making a million dollars, you're going to pay a shit ton in taxes. Are you prepared for that? So I think that we forget about setting ourselves up to be in this place, right? If you're going to speak on a stage, first of all, do you have a topic that you even want to speak about? Are you passionate about anything to talk for an hour? Most keynote speeches are 45 to 60 minutes. Some of them are longer. Can you talk for that long on one topic? How are your speaking skills? How do you feel getting up in front of crowds? You know, for me, someday I would love to get up on a stage and speak. I also know right now I'm not ready. I love talking and (laughs) getting up in front of crowds makes me a little bit nervous and my face gets red and I'm just not really prepared. So what am I doing to prepare? I'm taking speaking classes right now for one. And I'm starting to think about what could I talk about for an hour And then starting to practice that. So really set yourself up to embody that success. Because if that were to show up tomorrow, chances are you probably aren't actually ready for it just yet. So start taking the necessary steps to get yourself there so that when it shows up, you're ready to go. Number two, do it now. I like to call this doing things that your future self will thank you for. Whether your future self is in an hour, tomorrow, a year from now, it doesn't really matter. It's about doing things that we know will be helpful to us down the road. I don't know about you, but I am constantly talking myself into doing things at a later date or a later time. But the truth is that they're only going to take me a short amount of time to do it right now. 
we talk ourselves into believing that if we do it later, it will be better. We will have more time, we'll have more energy. But the truth is that most of this stuff only takes a matter of minutes. So whether that's putting your workout clothes out the night before, you know, before you go to bed, plan your meals for the week before you actually go grocery shopping, pack food when you're going out and you know you're going to get hungry and you're going to make bad choices. And so by packing food to take with you that is healthier, you're going to feel better about that. All day long, we are inundated with decisions to make. And so we all experience decision fatigue. And by making these choices ahead of time and doing these things to get them out of the way, you are going to feel so much more energized to be able to just continue on with the thing it is that you're trying to do. And it's not even just about decisions. It's just about the energy behind it. There are so many things that just, they're called energy leaks and they just kind of eat at you, right? So for me, I hate doing laundry and my laundry, I will wash it and dry it and then it will sit there and I will not put it away. And every time I look at it and walk past it, I am annoyed that there is clean laundry sitting there and I have no one to blame but myself. I was talking to a friend recently and she said every night before she goes to bed, she does the dishes because she knows that when she wakes up in the morning and sees fresh, clean countertops, that that's going to make her feel good. So it's just a matter of what it is to you and getting honest with yourself about how long is it really going to take and are you really going to have the time and energy later? Like, can it just take you 30 seconds to do it now? Number three. How much sleep are you getting? I know people harp on sleep and you should get eight hours of sleep a night, but truly sleep is so important. Brain fog will set in when you aren't rested and you're more irritable when you're tired and everything just seems harder. Truly successful people get enough sleep. They know when they're tired. They know when their body is speaking to them and saying, hey, I need to get some rest here. They go to bed earlier. They usually get up earlier. They just feel better. And when you have sustained energy because you have gotten enough sleep, you're going to be more successful in however you approach the day. There's so much research on sleep and the benefits of it. And I know it's something that people say all the time. And you're like, yeah, 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 whatever. But I'm going to go to bed at midnight and get up at six and it's totally fine except that it isn't. So just play with this one. Just go to bed a little bit earlier or see if you can sleep a little bit later. I know if you have kids, that can be tricky, but at least here in the US, we're coming into the summer months. So I am at least looking forward to not having an alarm where I have to wake up the kids and get them going right away. Maybe you can head to bed a little bit earlier where you don't have as much that you have to do in the evenings because it's summer break. Whatever that looks like for you, give it a try because I guarantee you this is something that while people say it's important, they don't tie it to whether or not you're successful. But when we go back to that Gary V quote, when he was talking about that success is about how you feel and being in a good mood and being happy and joyful Sleep is directly tied to that. So give it a try. Number four, get honest. Be willing to call yourself out on your own shit when you're not doing the things that you know you should be doing. 
and also have people in your life who will be a voice of loving honesty when you aren't keeping promises to yourself. Friends are great, but you aren't looking for someone who is always going to agree with you or tell you you're doing a good job when in fact you aren't. So you want someone who's going to hold you accountable, someone that you're able to share your desires with and your dreams with, and they can say, great, what are the things that you need to do to get to that place? And then they will continue to ask you questions about what are you doing to get there? What did you? What steps did you take today? What are your goals for this week? And by having those people in your life, it's going to keep you on track. And I also want you to have high standards for yourself. So this isn't about setting goals that are so far out of reach that they're overwhelming and you'll never get started. But also don't make the bar so low that it's like, oh, I could do that in my sleep. Be radically honest about what it takes to become who you want to be. And that is what you're working towards. For me, I tend to very easily underestimate the amount of time it's going to take me to do things. And so when I have somebody to bounce these ideas off of, or even if I'm just writing them down, I'm able to look at it and go, yeah, okay, that thing is actually not going to take me one hour, it's probably going to take me eight hours. And so by doing that, I'm able to then prioritize my list of things. And I don't get frustrated with myself about how long something is taking. On the flip side of that, when I'm not doing what I could be, and I'm not really working up to my potential, that's another good time to get really honest. There have been so many days in the last two years while I've been on this journey that I'm like, oh, I'm working so hard and I'm doing all of these things and look at me go. But when I take a step back, I'm like, yeah, no, actually you're doing a lot of just thinking about doing the things and you're not actually taking action. (laughs) And so I want you to get really honest with yourself. This is so important to becoming successful and feeling good about where you're headed. Number five, trust yourself. I love this one. Stop looking to other people for answers in your own life. Trust in your own knowing, in your own knowledge, in your own intuition. Nobody knows you and what you aspire to be more than you do. No matter how much you explain it to somebody and you think they understand, nobody is going to be as passionate about it as you are, and no one's going to be able to tell you what you should do exactly more than you can tell yourself. The people that you admire are experts in their lives, but not yours. So it's great to be inspired by them. But understand that you are intelligent and you're capable and that you have everything that you need inside you. I am not a fan of crowdsourcing. And what that is, is people in Facebook groups, I see this all the time where it's like, oh, what should I do about this? And what should I do about that? And they don't even take the time to consider what is it that they want? What do they think the right answer is? And what you're going to gain by that is that you are going to stand behind your decision 1000%. So yes, I can tell you here, this is what I think you should do in your business and you go do the thing and maybe you have a little bit of success, but maybe you don't. And then what? Then you resent me 
for telling you to do things in a way that you didn't really feel like you were aligned with. And you just thought, oh, well, she's the expert, so I'm going to listen to her. But really, we're all just winging it here. We're all just doing the best we can with the information we have. So just trust yourself. Sit with yourself. If you're someone who meditates, meditate. If you're someone who journals, journal. But just sit with it for a minute or an hour or a day. For me personally, if I need to make a big decision, I need like a good 48 hours to kind of weigh the pros and cons of like this way or that way, or what am I feeling? I am big into meditation. So for me, something I love to do is to connect with the spirit of my business and be like, all right, what is it that feels good to you? What feels right? What feels in alignment? What will get me closer to where I want to be? I think that not enough people do that. They just want that immediate answer and they're looking to anyone and everyone to give it to them. But really the answer is inside themselves. Whoa. Okay. Number six, remove distractions. This is a biggie. So first, of course, we have to talk about social media. How much time are you actually spending on apps? Whether it's looking for inspiration or comparing yourself to others or just wasting time. Something that made a huge difference in my own life is that there is a setting on your phone that will track your time for you. It will tell you how much time you have spent on your phone in any given week, and it will tell you the top apps that were sucking all of your time away. This has been a total game changer for me. The first time I ever got that report, I was appalled. So if you're gonna take a scroll break, And I don't condone scroll breaks. I think everybody needs a few minutes to disconnect sometimes, but set a timer. Be like, all right, I'm going to scroll social media and I'm just going to shut my brain off and I'm going to do it for 15 minutes. And when that 15 minutes is up, you go back to whatever it is. Because I'm kind of a numbers geek, I did look this up. And so Americans pick up their phones to check them on average 96 times per day which equals about once every 10 minutes. So that could be texts, you're going on Google to look something up, you're checking notifications, you're scrolling, whatever it is. Every 10 minutes, you're picking up your phone and you're doing something on your phone. I didn't see any research on how long people are on when they pick it up for that 96 times. Are they on it for a minute, 10 minutes? You know, I'm not sure, but if you're picking it up every 10 minutes, that's just crazy to me. And then we touch our phones just touch them. Get this. 2,617 times per day. We just, it's like, it's this habit. So once we're aware that we're doing this, we can change it. You can put your phone in a different room. You can, you can turn it off. I know some people, they actually remove apps like for the weekend, they'll remove social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. They'll actually like take it off of their phone for the weekend. Whatever that means to you, just again, with getting honest, how much are you distracting yourself with being on social media? Of course, that's not the only distraction. So some other distractions are taking classes, taking a nap, deciding you need to go do the laundry right now. So you can't possibly do the thing that you said you were going to do. This isn't really a contradiction to what I said before about doing things that your future self will thank you for, but it is an opportunity to get honest about whether or not you are making excuses to put something off. 
An example of this for me was when I was starting my business, I was like, I need to take all the classes first. I need the certifications. I need to do all of that first. And what that did was then that put off me moving forward. So I still love to learn and I still love to take classes, but I don't use them as an excuse to not take action. Number seven is kind of tied to that, but are you focusing on the right things? Or are you spending time on shit that doesn't really matter? I see this all the time with people who say they want to start anything new. So let's take starting a podcast, for example. This is kind of what I hear. Well, I need a name. I should ask people what I should name it. Oh, and the artwork. I have to learn Canva so I can make the artwork. And the topics. I have to come up with a huge list of what I want to talk about. And then I should have 12 episodes recorded before I even release one because that's what some expert told me. Oh, and what about music? And I need to take a class on the tech because I can't figure the tech out. You get the idea, right? We do this with starting anything new. I can't start a health journey because I need a gym membership and I need a meal plan and I have to go grocery shopping. Oh, and I need to buy a food journal. It's just like where you just keep making excuse after excuse so that you don't have to actually start the thing. You could use the example of writing a book. I can't start till I get a new hard drive for my computer, or I should probably take that writing class so I know how to write a book, but I can't write anything until I have a four-hour block of time to dedicate to writing. No, sit down and write. Write for five minutes. Get out the old-fashioned pen and paper if you don't have another way. Everyone has pen and paper. If you don't, borrow one. Focus on the things that matter. Focus on the things that will move you forward. That is where the success is going to come in. By you continuing to overthink and be in your head about all the things that you need to do and that have to be perfect before you can even get started are going to stop you from your success. Number eight, quitting too soon. One of my mentors asked this a while ago, and it completely shifted my outlook on quitting. She said, how long can you hold the belief that what you desire is on its way to you? even if you don't have any proof yet. It's so good, right? How long can you hold the belief that what you desire is on its way to you, even if you don't have the proof yet? So when you plant a seed in the ground, are you going to assume nothing is happening and keep digging it up all the time just to see if it's growing? No, of course not. You're going to trust that the seed is going to rise through the dirt and bloom into something beautiful when it's ready. You just have to keep watering it and giving it words of affirmation and giving it the right amount of sun and then the right things will happen. This is the same with something you're working towards. We want that instant gratification, but what if all the best lessons are in the journey of blooming? There have actually been studies done that the people who are most successful long-term are the ones who visualize themselves in the process of the journey and not just the end goal. So runners who are actually imagining themselves running the marathon and not just crossing the finish line, they run faster, they run longer, they run easier. It's seeing yourself in the journey that makes the difference. And I want to be really clear. I am not against quitting. I'm actually a huge fan of it. I've talked about it before. I think there is a time and place to quit and to pivot. The point of distinction, though, is that quit when it feels out of alignment, not when it just feels hard or scary. That is the difference. If it's scary and hard, 
that's okay. But when it really truly feels out of alignment and something that isn't what you want to be working towards, by all means, quit. Number nine, keep showing up. It's a numbers game. We look at people who have done the things that we're trying to do and we look at their success and we think they have had it all right from the get-go. But when you look at them, when they first started, you'll see they didn't have the followers or the money or the lifestyle that they do now. Right now, your only goal is to continue to put yourself out there again and again and again. Stop trying to curate the perfect social media post or the perfect email or the perfect anything. Just do it messy and put it out there. Your message, your content, your ideas, they will all become more clear the more you do. I know there's that saying about quality over quantity, but no, that is not how it goes right now, especially not when you're starting out. It's not about quality right now. Forget quality. Just show up again and again and again, and the clarity will come. Number 10, set the tone for the day right away. So here are three things that I start my day with every day, and I can do it in three minutes, and it sets my tone for the entire day. I ask myself three questions. So here they are. Number one, what is the intention for how I want to feel today? So this isn't about the intention for what I want to do or what I want to accomplish. This is for how I want to feel. And then I can bring that feeling with me into everything I do. And it helps keep me focused on the feeling and not the accomplishment. Your day can go to hell in a handbasket so quickly. There could be so many things that happen that are out of your control. And if you've got 20 things on your to-do list and then something happens and now you can't do any of those things, you're going to say, oh, I'm a failure or whatever. And you're going to feel shitty about yourself because you didn't get all your to-do list done. But if you take the intention of how you want to feel with you wherever you go throughout the day, it doesn't matter what actually happens or doesn't happen. How do you want to feel? That's the first question. Number two, what is something I love about myself right now? The reason that this is so important is that we have a negativity bias. We are programmed, we're designed to see the negative in anything and everything before we ever see anything positive. Nobody is more mean to ourselves than ourselves. And by taking a moment to say, yes, I actually really love my eyes, or I really love how I am able to pick the perfect gift for people on their birthdays, or I really love how I make it a priority to feed my birds every day so that they feel fed and nourished. Pick something, and you can repeat things, of course, but by taking a moment to acknowledge that there is something brilliant and beautiful about yourself, it is going to make you smile and just feel really good. And it's so important because we don't take enough time to do that. And then the third question to ask yourself in the morning right away, what am I grateful for in this moment? So of course, this list could be forever long, but I literally just want you to name one thing. For me, that could be, oh, the sun is out today, or the birds are chirping, or I woke up before my alarm, or I get to see a friend today, or I'm really grateful for my health. You know, there are so many things that you could go on and on and on. Pick one. So those are the three questions. What's the intention for how I want to feel today? 
what is something I love about myself right now? And what is something I am grateful for in this moment? And then answer them. And this isn't a time to write war and peace. Your answers should only be one sentence, maybe two at the most. Don't overthink it. Just write down the first thing that comes to your mind. I promise you within, if not a day, within a matter of days, this is going to change how you approach your day. You will feel so much more successful with knowing that I have control over how I feel and I love myself and I'm so grateful for the things in my life. That is what success is about. That's what Gary Vee was talking about. That is the feeling that you are trying to cultivate and ultimately what success is. So those are the 10 things. I hope this was helpful. I know I needed the reminder for myself. Sometimes it's easy to lose our way and forget what it is that we're actually striving for. And these are some of the things that have helped me and they'll continue to help me in the future. Like I said, I have not arrived at success. I have some days where I feel more successful than others. And this list brings me back to earth and it makes it feel so much closer than I think it is. Success is what you define it as. So yes, it can be the money, but is the money alone actually going to make you successful or is it the feelings that you think that that money is going to bring to you? So my guess is it's the feeling, not so much the thing. So just keep that in mind. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend. I would love for each and every one of you to wake up tomorrow and feel successful. Thanks so much for listening. Have a magical day.